back to the Are We Friends podcast. My name is Meg, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean. Sean. Hello, Sean. Ah. Today, <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> today we are going to talk about, since we talked about routines last week, whether or not that episode will be up, it might be nice to segue into whether or not we are compatible as roommates. If we were to be roommates ever, I don't think that's ever going to happen Probably but just to entertain the thought who who knows who knows with the way the world's going i've seen a lot of people <laughs> getting into homesteading moving out to the country building their own little communes and stuff so and and you think if i did that i would do it with you yeah <laughs> i have a i have a husband well no but when you build a commune you have you gotta have multiple families you know you got there's a lot of work to be done farming and other no, things fair. You know, I didn't hear the commune part. No, yeah, the commune part. Yeah. I mean, you can homestead alone. That's cool and all. But when I think about like my I'm survival, you what? <laughs> I'm skilled. Scared? Alone. Alone. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Right off the bat, right right from the get-go, I, I want to know, just based on what we know of each other now, do, do you think we could survive as roommates? Just straight up. Yeah. <laughs> We yes. will you do I, I yeah I do but oh. I'm going to reserve the right to be able to change my yeah, opinion oh yeah, definitely. after we talk you don't think we would <laughs> that's no, I actually, rude I actually do think we could but I, I okay. honestly thought that you would think we couldn't <laughs> uh, I don't I, know I'm, I, I'm like kind of easygoing. I prefer things like neat and tidy and super clean which I think is probably the worst part about me as a roommate but otherwise like eh. see i mean i think i think the fact i've like, seen how men live okay well don't generalize all <laughs> men now okay okay but i do fall into that group <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i think because like i think we're both we're pretty easygoing and we're both pretty self-aware hopefully and we're both pretty like we've gotten i mean look at this podcast you know we can communicate all right sure. i feel like that's way more important than some of the things we're going to talk about you know because yeah. like you can work around you know having very different daily routines if you're just aware of each other and not you know fucking with the other person's thing too much you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm not gonna stop me from saying you know what i'm saying don't the next time it happens Tase call me you. out <laughs> tell me tell me to get smarter and learn more words no <laughs> no <laughs> okay um, yeah so what what's or sorry what were you no saying? no 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 you 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 you, 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 you go i i was gonna ask you about your experience with roommates yeah basically get like an overview of when you started having your first like adult roommate out of your parents house and out then of my parents until house. now yeah which like family shouldn't count yeah it shouldn't but honestly living as an adult oh, yeah. in mm. your family home is a pretty like once like maybe like you're, you're sitting you know you're 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 out of school Maybe you got jobs and stuff. Your parents' expectation of you has changed That's a little fair. bit, and and your expectation of how you should be treated has changed. Because now it's like, 
Mom, I'm 21. I should be able to stay out as late as I want. And then they go, well, it's not under my roof. Uh, <laughs> but we'll you just didn't, do. You didn't move back in with your parents for a bit, did you? I didn't move back in, but I lived with them. Um, oh, actually, as yeah. I, no, good point. Yeah, I didn't because I moved up for college. And then, yeah, didn't move back in with them. Just never Although, left. Like, I totally would. I have no issue with. I love my parents. Love my family. That's good. I would totally move back in with them uh if they would have me which they might i think they would <laughs> we'll see but yeah. outside of my family my first roommate was none other than our good friend michael 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 the shout out to michael yeah i'll describe him physically in depth later but he and i roomed freshman year of college on campus uh very Which, close quarters. Yeah, so it's 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 hard to. I mean, it kind of like exacerbates roommate issues, but it also it's just a different dynamic when you're living in one room. singular room together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I honestly, I liked it. Like, I think the only thing, um, trying to, I don't think we ever argued about anything. The only things that, like, I remember being annoyed that he kept buying bottled water. <laughs> And uh, annoyed that he would stay up till like three in the morning eating eating chips in his bed, and I am a super calling him out so hard. I well, I just fucking he knows. I've brought it up. I've brought it up, and he he is well aware because we just we had totally different sleep schedules because I was still on my um like my summer job Mm -hmm. um hours i guess so i was i would wake and see and the thing was michael would wake up early too but he would just stay up late and he still does all the time as far as i know don't live with him now Mm -hmm. but so we just had different and i i uh i don't think i was wearing earplugs at the time but i quickly adopted it and that's when i started and i haven't stopped but i could not fall asleep if he was eating chips in the room it would be impossible and it's not even to like it's not like he's a particularly loud bombastic chip eater it's just <laughs> something about eating noises like they definitely get to me and the, the just the sharpness of a chip crunch i would just oh man terrible um but other than that good time hung out good time made like videos together and played games together and yeah just did jolly good time and then we moved out and we went and I lived with him and our buddy Daniel. Yes. And shout out Daniel. Shout out Daniel. And I think that was once we moved out, that was when things started to come up more. The differences in how we wanted to live. And inevitably That's or it culminated in Michael choosing to live with other people than with us <laughs> the next Aww. year. <laughs> which is which is fine it's fine and it also i think he just wanted a different experience you know different friends That's different fair. group and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah totally fine that daniel and i went and lived together um i know they're kept i, I think it was just like a cleanliness thing neither daniel or i are that clean or organized but michael is yeah that's um, fair that would get me yeah, and I also think we didn't ha- we didn't have healthy ways to communicate our differences, you know. 
and yeah. then and then Daniel and I lived together two years, and that was a jolly good time. Jolly good time. Jolly good time. I honestly don't think Daniel and I ever had any any issues with Aww. like we were just down to have fun, be relaxed, chill. We'd build big old pillow forts. I decorated all our walls with Christmas paper, like wrapping paper. We had a yeah christmas tree made out of car tires that stayed up like year round uh yeah i just had a good time and then i moved in with caitlin who and i was dating and that was something and then i moved in with charlie and i've been living with charlie ever since and some other people and that's, that's the full summary yes nice yeah, wow. sped, sped up near the end but yeah you know I've, <laughs> like who, how many people that's okay. is that? I, I figured you didn't want to talk about it too much um michael Daniel. dan Caitlin, Caitlin, and then Charlie. While I was with and Charlie, also lived with Stephen and Dan and Sophie. Who's so Dan? Dan was Stephen's cousin. Never. He, don't yeah, think I ever saw Dan the times I visited y'all. Yeah, I don't. He didn't. Never. You know. Uh, we we never really figured out why this was always a source of confusion but he he would all he just had his own thing like he worked full time and then would go out with his friends and oh. just never really hung with us that and i know like steven and him had a uh, a falling out of sorts which was a bit awkward <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. but uh you know eh, roommates eh, fun time what about you give me your summary your rundown yeah, I think I when I moved here, I had my one roommate who I met, I think, through a friend of a friend of my mother's friend from Jeez. like affiliated through the church. So, you know how well that went. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, I wouldn't say she was. I'm not going to say it was wrong for her to be gross. I think she just didn't know any better. Uh, but it was a little... At times, it got kind of unbearable to live with her. Mm. Um, and that's why I kind of, like, kept to my own. I, like, barely saw her because she always stayed in her room. And when she came out, I kind of, like, scurried off into my own room. <laughs> I just, like, you know, cleanliness and roommate behavior aside... She just never really wanted to talk about much because she couldn't. I, 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 I am sorry to say, but she <laughs> just wasn't like interested in having conversations beyond God. <laughs> so <laughs> avoided that super hard. And then I got kicked out because she said her sister was moving in and... I had like a week, couple weeks to vacate the premises and I didn't have an, an, apart an apartment lined up. So it was like a whole shit show and I had to go in for the summer. So I moved in um, when I did find an apartment with this guy that I had known from the community college I went to. And he was also kind of shit, but in a financial way. And after I started dating Skylar, he was shit in a manipulative, you should be with me mm. way. Which was stressful, and that's why I kind of moved in with Skylar very quick after that because it was legitimately just such a toxic environment. Yeah. 
Yes, that's that's my history. I've been living with Skylar ever since. And uh, you had Matt. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I had Matt for a while. That was fun. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when he was in Kirkland, I was living on campus. And I did have a roommate, but she moved out, like, almost immediately because she was like, I don't want to do this major. I don't know if I want to do school at -hmm. all. So she left uh, after the first quarter, and I just had the place to myself. And then I moved back home after the pandemic. There you go. And then we had Eric for a while, too. Mm. Um, So I think during the first few weeks of the COVID panic, we had, like four people in this house which was a little hectic and a lot considering what had just begun yeah that's a whole extra dynamic that i get i mean i like technically yes i was rooming with people at the time so you would think that i experienced that too but i honestly don't remember it being that much i think it helped that uh three of us had no life (laughs) <laughs> and then the other one and, lived in the garage so yeah i'm could, not saying it was i'm not saying it was bad i yeah. just mean like my stress tolerance was or is really low so when the pandemic started i kind of was just like constantly on the precipice of having some sort of panic attack for some reason um throughout mm. the days and i just I'm not saying that I hated having Matt or Eric there. Um, it was more like I, for some reason, think that they're incompetent and I feel the need to feed them because I, I don't know, maybe I'm biologically predisposed to <laughs> care about that shit. But like, I, I don't, I, I just had so much like to worry about that I having two extra roommates who can feed themselves and definitely don't need to be babied by me. Having them there was an addition to my stressors. Yes. Do you (laughs) think you felt that way more um, because it was kind of like, did, did it feel like you were kind of hosting them or did it actually feel like they were, you know, fellow roommates living together? You know, since it's kind of mm. it was your is yours and Skylar's house. And I, you know, slightly I mean, at that point, dynamic. it was Skylar's house. Oh. I, I didn't even I wasn't even like good point. Good point. Really a part of it. I, I don't know. I, I guess I felt like I was hosting Eric, um, which is true. So I did feel the need and it, he, I think he was that was around the time he was going through a rough patch so I felt the need to like check up on him constantly but also Matt I think was still going to his job daily so you know I don't know yeah okay so from your I mean it sounds like you had two particular roommate experiences that were uh suboptimal 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 yes um and i like honestly i got kind of lucky and didn't i mean okay i I mean there's 
there's some things about the last place we were living that could definitely be considered suboptimal. So maybe, maybe we can, um, maybe we should circle back. We'll, we'll circle back first. First, I want to know. First, I want to know. You, you, yes. you, you've lived with people, and that's you know, it's a process of learning things about yourself as much as you know, learning about your roommate, like things that put you on edge or things that you are looking for when it comes to uh, how to maintain a household and whatnot. Tell me about Meg. Hmm. <laughs> what kind of roommate are you? Um, I, I'm pretty laid back if you're not like absolutely filthy you know like you can do your i (laughs) i have had my moments of like i'm too lazy to do the dishes or i left some leftovers in the fridge to like start smelling funny (laughs) um but i i i as long as there is some awareness of that behavior and you know actions done to ameliorate the situation i'm generally like okay and i'm the kind of roommate that would like if i start getting bothered by something i probably would ask the other person to be like hey can you like get rid of your leftovers in the fridge because they're starting to smell and you haven't touched it in two weeks so i'm going to assume you're not gonna touch it if it sits there for another two weeks you know yeah um so yeah i i don't I don't know. I guess it's just like in one aspect, but I mean, I I think cleanliness is central, or like differing levels of acceptable cleanliness, or expectations of cleanliness, has definitely you know it plays a key role in any roommate dynamic, any living situation dynamic. I mean, I you know even even before we have roommates and we are just at the mercy of our parents you know the most common chores are all about like keeping things tidy and clean yeah and that just kind of extends into our future living situations but now there is no central authority usually and it's just about collaboration and people have different ideas even you know what should be acceptable and honestly like when i hear this is something that i i like in my childhood we didn't have a super clean house you know it wasn't hoarder level but it's not it was never i mean you know we'd clean it we get it all nice and pristine if like someone was going to come stay with us for a while like a family member or we were hosting some event but other than Mm -hmm. that you know it'd get pretty dirty get get pretty messy like which like cluttered definitely cluttered yeah and honestly like there's a i think in part because of that there's a level of clutteriness that I am perfectly okay with and I'm not going to really care about. But I think there's a difference between or you know, there's a difference between like a nice, like homey cluttering where just things are kind of busy, mm-hmm. you know? Things are all you know, like you got multiple people doing multiple things, so like maybe someone left their bike helmet hung on one of the dining room chairs because mm-hmm. you know they just got home from work or something and then it stays there for a little bit but they ride their bike pretty often so they kind of, you know like that kind of mess 
is like an acceptable mess to me because it's you know it's not like you spilt milk and left it there you know like that's the kind of mess like when you're leaving something trashed versus just like living in the space like i'm totally i, I think i have an maybe an above average allowance for a lived in kind of mess like i'm not gonna get too mad about i don't know if charlie like leaves her clothes on the bedroom floor for a day mm -hmm. or two or something you know like i'm not it's like fine you know you were tired and you just threw off your clothes and got in bed at night big whoop like eventually yeah. it's going to end up in the but if you like just keep stacking and piling and piling clothes forever mm -hmm. no bueno you know you gotta yeah. it's gotta be like in the process and i don't like i never i at least i don't think i do get on people about that or like i'm very like i have a large allowance of like okay i know i believe you'll get around to the dishes eventually you know mm -hmm. you'll pick that up eventually maybe you just don't want to right now i'm not like i've never I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like I don't get on my roommates that much, but I have had one situation, one past living situation with Caitlin. Oh boy. Where she had a completely different idea and was very comfortable with getting on me about it of how clean things should be mm. at all times. That was a. It was a big source of tension for us, man. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah, I um. I definitely have my have had my moments. I think I'm more lax about it now just because like I am going through like a bout of like low energy, but I think I've been like pretty quiet about, you know, things getting messy. I don't I generally just don't care that much anymore like it is what it is, but I I went through a, a brief period where like clutter on any surface would just like freak me the fuck out mm. and it's not like i i'm not necessarily like yelling at skylar to clean anything up but i did voice my expectations perhaps harshly so and when i realized like i can't hold myself to that expectation i decided to let it go and not hold him to that expectation and if I wanted something clean, then I am very capable of doing it myself because this is a, you know, a household shared by two people who have been in a long-term relationship. Like, I'm I'm not, this isn't like a roommate. I think it's different for, like, just friends where you, like, I expect you to do this, maintain a certain level of cleanliness, but I feel like in a long-term relationship, I can kind of loosen the reins a bit yeah. and maybe i should i think that makes sense I, at the, like the way i see it because i think definitely like in in my current situation you know i'm living with my partner i'm also living with a not partner <laughs> person <laughs> and i definitely view like subconsciously their messes differently like i'm yeah like if charlie left her breakfast dishes in the sink which she does a lot i have no issue like when i go to do my dishes washing hers too but if mm -hmm. i see soapy's dishes in there 
oh boy. for like a couple days even i'm like i'm not washing those and i might or I, i'm like i won't clean i'm less inclined to clean up after her you know makes sense and there's like Hi, sophie huh hi sophie if she's listening oh god i hope not <laughs> but we have like honestly our, our current dynamic is a pretty interesting one when it comes to cleanliness because i i i think or okay 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 how how do you feel about like or how do you because i know i had i don't know you and skylar currently yeah have yeah a chore chart yeah. of sorts no <laughs> no okay <laughs> we've given that up <laughs> you gave it up gave it up okay. yeah <laughs> is that something did you just give up because it was too hard to maintain or did you give it up because you just felt like it wasn't what worked best for you guys or what um i i think just personally i think it expects it's a physical manifestation of the expectations i have for this house so like if i you know didn't get to everything on my list and i think we talked about this last mm -hmm. week like i would be disappointed in myself and if skylar puts something on his chore board that he didn't get to i'm going to like unnecessarily feel like i have to pick up the slack, up the slack. or yeah. i have to overcompensate and like i I guess I don't really mind overcompensating since I don't have a job and he has a job and he's usually more tired and I, I understand all of that. It's just like I I, I don't need to see like essentially a list of all my failures if I didn't get to everything and all of his failures and take it out on me or take it out on him because... Mm. Um, I, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm like the most healthy communicator in the world. Sometimes things get to me and I I you know I suck for that. <laughs> I'm I'm working on it, but like I am human and prone to like getting frustrated if I see something that I am unhappy about. And I I don't want that. I just kinda wanna let him do his own thing and i've been very good about you know not getting on his back for you know not cleaning up or whatever it's kind of just i'm very i've been like very happy to clean up after him these past few weeks hmm. kind of just do all the chores that i can it feels good yeah yeah i mean that yeah yeah like you uh you know what was I gonna say? <laughs> All right, I'm I'm in I'm intrigued at the the difference uh, of how these living di living situation dynamics change based on you know, like you're you're in a committed long term relationship versus I'm living with a roommate who maybe is a friend maybe is just a you know we were assigned together for student housing or whatever and it's very different and i you know you said like as you said you're human so with the communication like communication is so important in all of our relationships you know i think it's good or it's the most important thing is to recognize 
like our flaws in our communication honestly because like none of us are perfect communicators and it's the people who think they are that i feel are the fucking worst because <laughs> they will they are just not at all aware of their own shortcomings so they're never going to be able to like fully connect and identify with whatever person they're talking to and mm. that's why i think or you know like when you're living with a partner you're gonna make your i mean one I, I feel like you're most likely depending on like i guess the friendship you have with your roommates but like with a partner you have a different depth of communication it, like maybe it's yeah. I, I mean, of course, like just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you're good at communicating, but you generally <laughs> communicate more and communicate mm -hmm. more openly. And then you're both willing to make usually, hopefully, it's a healthy relationship, like different allowances and sacrifices. You know, it's not about how can I get my way? You know, mm. it's like, okay, what, you know, what works yeah. for us moving forward? Like, what is the best? And I think in roommate situations, people are way more reluctant to sacrifice or like change, I guess, you know, and mm -hmm. be like, let's kind of like work this out together and communicate. It's more, I don't know. There's more, there's just more butting of heads, more, a lot more, uh, what's that thing yeah. where you just stew on something? Then you get all passive aggressive. Uh. Oh, fuck. Re. 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 Well, I just ruminate. made that. Ruminate. Yeah, dude. Fucking That's ruminating. That's a word. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah, you're stewing. I'm a stewing. Um, I think that. I think that's just like. I don't know. With my previous roommates, I kind of was like, I would be fine if we had to part ways because mm -hmm. of fundamental differences. <laughs> Whereas I, I think in a more committed relationship, I'm like, let's work on this together. Yeah. Um, or my partner would say that. And I don't know, like I've never been, oh, I guess I have. But, like, I've established that I like you as a person. So I think if we were to be roommates, I would be willing to work things out and talk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, there, you know, there's there's still, I get, that's a whole, like, a lot of people end up rooming with their friends. Mm -hmm. And there's different, maybe, end goals when it comes to, like, I'm willing to work this out. Like, I'm willing to work this out to maintain our friendship because I care about you. But I think there's still, you know, the goalpost is, so, like, there's a line somewhere where, like, I still want to be friends with you, but I am now pretty certain we shouldn't be living together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's always possible. And, and I think, I don't know, that's the nice thing about roommates generally is usually when the lease is up you have the option of <laughs> kindly parting ways being like yeah i'm gonna go do something else now yeah yeah and that's not like that's not bad or anything no. sometimes you just aren't compatible yeah it's you know people people are complex dude and it's not possible yeah. to just force two people together and be like you're gonna get along no matter what you know 
you can't like sometimes it happens <laughs> yeah. and that's awesome that's cool you've got a good good lifelong friend there i guess but even like some of my deepest strongest friendships would be sorely tested living together not yeah. even like not even necessarily because of like behaviors of ours like i don't i don't know of any friends like obviously michael doesn't like uh how sloppy i am <laughs> but and you don't like his bombastic chip, chip eating, eating habits yeah and so <laughs> you know those are differences but like honestly if michael and i needed to live together again we could because i think one of the issues that we had earlier in our friendship and just as people was neither of us were good at communicating not oh. you know in in any way like we but now we're older wiser better people and i think we'd be able to do it yeah. much better but does that mean michael and i want to live together probably not hell no <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, just just unnecessary and so yeah but i uh okay so you 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 Me? live with your significant other it's very likely that you will maybe never have life. a roommate again yeah that is weird to think about but yeah and yeah. I don't mind it. Like, I have never lived alone. And even before moving here, I had to share a room with my sister for some fucking reason. I didn't even, like, have my own room. So it was kind of sad. And I just want my own fucking room and my own fucking place. <laughs> and um, I do sometimes, like, long for that. But I believe I have achieved, you know, a good... A more than good like compensation with my office from yeah. which i am recording um yeah it's my own space i get to make it what i want nobody gets to tell me what to do with it at all it's 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 good yeah that's really really important and a great representation of just how a healthy relationship should be in terms of balance like you get you get very intertwined with this other person's life but you need to have your own space whether that just be like time apart or like actual phys physical space that you can like retreat re retreat wow i just can't talk anymore retreat to like the office very important very good and it, yeah it'd be um it'd be a different like in our current in our current situation i also have my kind of like office situation you know yeah and it's really fucking important to me <laughs> to yeah have have you have you made it your own space yet have you put up any yeah i mean or something that makes it like you know very you oh definitely i think it's got me vibes for sure it's very um See, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about decoration. Let's get into it. I yes. have never had enough money or space or time to craft a a, 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 a a space, a room 
into like an actual vision of mine to like really think out each part and plan out how it's going to look and what art I'm going to have. It's all like it all just kind of comes together as I live in the space, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I honestly don't know if I like bought a house tomorrow and had a bunch of cash set aside. I don't know what I would like. I have no idea what type of interior design decisions I would make because I'm I just I haven't I just haven't given it enough thought. That's why decorating a space is overwhelming. It's over. There's so much like I I love like a passion of a a hobbyist passion of mine that I don't indulge enough. is like landscaping and like design of outdoor spaces. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love reading about it, looking at it. And when I can, I like I like doing it. And that makes sense to me. I understand the like balancing of nature and wild with, you know, at least my personal desires for what I do in an outdoor space. I'm sure other people would look at the type of things I like and be like, well, how am I going to play croquet with my family? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. I don't like yards that much. Sorry. But um, internally... It's like I have posters, I have paintings on the wall that I painted just because Mm -hmm. I didn't know where else to hang them. So I guess they might as well go in my room. (laughs) I have a poster, you know, from my band. I have just a bunch of like all my like little knickknacks and things that I've collected throughout the years, like posters from events or stuffed animals i've had since i was a kid or like these all just become like decorations i guess yeah so i have like i have my little astronaut beanie baby sitting up on my bookcase Mm. got the painting i did with daniel when i lived with daniel like i don't i don't even like that painting that much but because you know it was like (laughs) a good time in my life and like it's i'm telling him (laughs) he you can tell him he he'll he'll agree i went because it's the painting i I did and he did his and his was better hands down i don't doubt that okay rude but (laughs) fine um but yeah i don't know my space is like full of like things that i do stuff with like i have all my camping gear right there i have a bunch of my tools right there i have my guitars there like all you know i'm a big fan of just fucking bookcases and books being everywhere love it yeah like that's yeah like the extent like getting two bookcases for my room was like the extent of my like pre-planning for how i I, wanted it to look i want a whole ass library with like those rolling 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 ladder things ladders yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and i think like at some point maybe it was sort of the vision for the front room downstairs although the ladder would be kind of out of the question um, but we turned oh, like out into Skylar's space instead. But maybe we can do it in the loft. There would Honestly, be a space I think for like a tallish book bookcase, right? The loft and we... would be awesome. We're yeah. Like, and this is something like may, I, I'm sure. Like I, w- I want to get your opinion on this because I I feel like when I enter a house like your house or my parents' mm-hmm. house, I. Like, I think one of the things or one of the things that makes it difficult for me to be like, I, how am I, like, what am I envisioning for this space? What should we do? What colors do we paint it? Is I feel very limited because there's like already a space, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
there's already a general vibe of the room and I have a really hard time like imagining something totally else? different like I can look at like your loft for example and be like oh it'd be really cool to put you know bookcases here and plants here and put the desk like this like, I can imagine like filling things in the space kind of a little bit but like mm -hmm. really truly like creating a unique room I have a hard time like reaching that level you get what I'm saying yeah kind of kind of yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to do for the loft either. It's still kind of a mess. We haven't really cleared it up. Maybe we might make it like a Saturday project before you get here. But um, yeah, yeah I just, I, I, I guess like I don't super know what to do with it because it makes no sense to have that be the VR space anymore because the device that you need to do VR is downstairs. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't and know. And we don't even use that that much. <laughs> See, I, I grew up. You should. You should use it more. But I, I grew up exercise. with my dad's visions for our house, and they were our always house. our house, which was a song that we jammed to all the time growing up. Hell so, yeah. yeah! Hell um, yeah! One of one of the two like. That's our family song. The other one being, uh, I would walk 500 miles, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but like one of, one of my dad's visions that he's, I, I, he, he would still do if he, if he had the gumption and the money, um, in our, our front room is, uh, like full, full ceilings. Like, you know, we live in a two story house, but the front living room goes all, all the way up. And then there's like. Uh, a wall and a little overhanging wall with little windows in it that like looks into our upstairs so like fucking wish i could like draw it out and explain it or just explain it better with my words but whatever basically we have a large <laughs> vertical wall with an overhang in our front room yes and he always had the vision of crafting a rock wall slash waterfall in the front room like a little like uh. tropical grotto and he would he always had these sketches and he like even he would he would buy bits and pieces of the vision you know over the years but then never mm -hmm. commit to it and he did this for like you know visions of what he would do with our yard and living room and whatnot you know and he's even he's doing it right now with the bathroom and i what i loved about his visions and how i have started to view or like how i view decoration now i guess is like he he's he's so bold he's like i'm gonna take that wall out you know like the wall's gone i'm gonna put in an entire glass ceiling here i'm gonna like re like he just you know because and but i think the problem is like i've i i that's how i think is like i'm just gonna think outside of the box and just do something grand and rewrite the whole space like i, I feel like that's easy but i live in rentals and I, mm -hmm. I can't do that and that's like that's the kind of stuff i like like fucking i want to turn my house into Committing. a hobbit hole and yeah i can't can't do that when i'm living at a rental so now i have to think about oh how do i make the inside look like a hobbit hole and i don't even i don't even know 
I don't know. I can yeah. build a grass roof. Easy. I don't know how to <laughs> fucking, like, make my interior look cool when I can't, like, I can't touch the carpet. You know? There's nothing I can do about that. I'm not even allowed to paint the walls. Yeah. So. Oh. So sad. So Oh, it's such a sad life. <laughs> Not so. I, don't, I didn't mean that sarcastically at all it just came out that way well i think it's you know, um, that's a whole another discussion but renting kind of sucks dick yeah and i mean like i'm f- i was in it for a while yeah well exactly and so you know and like i'm fine p- renting like in theory you know like i because especially right now like i don't there's no i don't have a place where i'm like i'm gonna settle down for like five years plus you know i don't know because mm-hmm. like we're about to move and once school's up down there wherever we end up moving we're, we might move again so it's like i don't need to I, i'm fine renting but the lack of freedom during renting and the yeah. fact that i'm paying just as much as if i was owning a place kind of sucks bonkers kind of fucking sucks dude but yeah whatever whatever yeah, tell me I'm about sorry. you tell me about Tell me wow. about your decoration, dude, for your house. Because you have one. What is your vision? <laughs> what do you try to go for? What is the plan? It was so difficult to even get to, like, a cohesive theme for my room that I I can't even begin to plan out for the house. There wanna... have been some thoughts of certain things, but, like... Like the space downstairs, the TV slash kitchen, like s- since it's like such an open space, mm-hmm. I. But it's like the main space where people hang out, where people are usually like comfy. Like I have no idea what to do with that, and it's kind of a mess right now. Well, it's not a mess. I would just say that it's not like. It's not refined i don't know if that's the right mm. word like our couches are kind of mismatched and then there's a yeah. whole bar table sitting in the way um and the cables all over the tv are you know there and visible yeah. i like things to be like sleek and semi-minimalistic like i want big ass plants and big ass lamps mm-hmm. swedish looking stuff swedish looking things <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just I, I want to just say that your room looks great. Like I oh, thank you. I dig I dig, and like I because I remember what it used to look like. And you, it's definitely yeah. like a full transformation, and it came together quite well. So yeah, yeah. as soon as Matt left, I snagged it, <laughs> <laughs> and not in a like good riddance Matt kind of way, but no. more in a like I don't want anyone else to take that room. I need my own space, or else I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> but yeah it's like I, I i didn't have like a stake in the house really like i yeah. didn't go house touring with them and so i kind of a little bit had no choice i'm very okay with it now um but there were some like moments in the earlier months where i was like this wouldn't have been my first choice or like I would have changed it or you know whatever not that I know anything about homes or the purchase of homes or what goes into owning a home it's more just like you know I feel so detached from the process of 
getting mm. this house mm-hmm. and I am very privileged to be able to live in it. But, you know, I need my thing. I haven't had a thing. I don't know what my personality is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, But I have my thing. Yeah, you have your thing now. That's good. Very important. Mm-hmm. And like I... Dude, I wouldn't have... Okay, here's here's what I... Fuck. I, I wouldn't have bought the house if I if I was in Skylar's position. Not because there's anything wrong with the house. It's just my personal... My vision of, like, what I want in a house. I have no faith in my ability to create. So, I'd be, like, very specifically... I feel like the house that you guys moved into was kind of like... You know, it was new. And so, it was, like, a blank slate in a way. You know? Yeah. And I just... I would be so daunted by that. Like, uh, just overwhelmed with, mm-hmm. like, especially, like, those big open, like like you were saying, the living room to dining room to kitchen is kind of all one big space. Yeah. I'd be like, I have no idea. I don't know what to do with yeah. this. <laughs> so, I, like, in my head, I and, like, when I'm driving around my area and I see a house for sale, or, like, there's some that are newly renovated they could like tear down the whole thing rebuild it and it effectively looks like a new house and i'm like i don't know what i would do with that but then there are others that you could tell like someone's lived there for a while and they've like especially like throughout the yard and just like the general vibe of the home is like already so close to what i want i'm like i want that i just want to i'll pay extra to (laughs) move into a space that i'm already like i can already envision living in and then i can just make little changes but you know now i'm getting all like picky choosy when i'm so far away from ever owning a home but mm-hmm. you know yeah i'm not like trying to shit on skylar like at all skylar if you're listening to this <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good like i i don't i genuinely don't know any other millennial who has gotten a home house no um definitely i have yeah. no so it's an achievement in and of itself yeah. and like this first like your first house if you're planning on buying more or like moving in the future this is pretty pretty good oh yeah um yeah but it is like overwhelming to to do the decorations and stuff like especially since it's yours and you're not renting like with renting, you have the excuse of like, oh, I'm not allowed to do anything exactly. to the walls. But now you have like all of this, you know, it's such a massive playground that you don't it know is. where to start. And one of the things, and it's fun, like particularly with your house or like that style of newer house, there's so much wall space. And that, yeah, that that scares not scares me but like i don't i have such a hard time like that's why like i'm very like like growing up we have other than our front room all the rooms have like relatively low ceilings and it's pretty like our Mm -hmm. ground floor is pretty basic our upstairs is kind of like a frame like the ceilings all slanted um oh i love slanty ceilings yeah and you know so it's like there's just there's less space and in that way it's almost like easier oh yeah it's just it just straight up is because there's less space it's easier to fill it you know and Mm -hmm. but you guys got a lot of walls dude 
Got a lot of walls. Got a lot, got a lot of wall space. We hung up my artwork. Yeah. I've never had my artwork hung up anywhere before. Oh, so it was, yeah. it's 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 nice. But it does like it it kind of brings attention to the fact that the rest of the wall is kind of barren. <laughs> um which, you know, is is not a problem. I'm I'm not like I, I don't make enough art to cover our walls. I just I, I have genuinely have no fucking clue what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't let's know let's drive away from the anxieties of 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 decorating <laughs> this real life space. I wanted to ask you if if we were roommates and we both had decent enough income that we could like spend some to decorate the apartment space. What do you think is a like good middle ground for like the common area, like the mm. living room and kitchen and stuff? Good in terms of like the the aesthetic, the style. Yeah. Or, mm, it's tough. It's tough. I'm. Mm-hmm. I am. I like cozy. I like cozy too. Okay, so then I think already that's a good starting spot like my like like the issue i'm i'm with all of our common areas like the last few places i've lived i'm very i'm personally very flexible as far as like what gets put up like i'm not i'm not gonna shoot down people's like particular art choices or like how many plants they want or something i don't know i'm not like i love plants i love I plants keep too them alive <laughs> it's hard to keep them alive but i think we could if we were working together i try my darndest it it's kind of it's that's a whole we could we should do a maybe an episode on Plant house plants um, <laughs> or our lack of green thumbs or something uh yeah. But I'm I'm very like I'm very not picky when it comes to common spaces because I like once again, as I like talked about earlier when it comes to like messes, I'm like what I find cozy is a place that looks lived in, and mm-hmm. so like I'm fine with a minimalist look, as long as it's not paired with like excessive cleanliness, where like I walk into a house and it's like wait do you guys even own shoes or do you even like does anyone even live here you know it's like it's so barren and i think plants do a lot to fix that but i'm not like Mm. in terms of like art style i like like if we're hanging things on the walls i honestly have very little opinion like we have anime hanging in our living room right now and i'm not a fan of anime i have nothing (laughs) against it i'm just i don't i don't watch it i know nothing about it and we have two or three big anime posters hanging up and it's like cool sure yeah so you so you wouldn't mind a tapestry of danny devito in the living room i would fucking love that i would love (laughs) any ironic tapestry yeah down totally funny yeah i like i have you seen those like shower curtains where it's like jeff goldblum in a gorilla or chimp or something think so the one where he's like he's like holding the chimp right i don't know or 
Yeah. Or you... Something like that. I don't know if he's like actually holding it, holding it. He's just, it's just there with him. Yeah. I don't know if he's holding Dom it. Or... What? Oh, that's what popped up when <laughs> I was typing Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Click. Yeah, this one. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was picturing something slightly different. I don't know what I was picturing, but yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Damn, I need to start wearing scarves, I think. No. Nah. Yeah, I can't pull off scarves. I want to try, but I can't. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like I'm not very picky with the aesthetic per se. What would yeah. what would you go for? Or okay, okay. I want to I want to get more specific though. I don't like would you I like be earthy? You like earthy? So like let's say we're picking out like a coffee table or a dining room table or a combination of the two. <laughs> what do you what are you looking for? Are you going like natural wood? Are you going straight black? Like keep it neutral or like what do you think? I like um Assuming the walls are like basic that, white. I don't know. Yeah. I I think for your dining table, I'm fine with like any like full wood stuff. <laughs> <laughs> full wood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, for eating, I don't like those like, I don't like combo, combo tables where it's like two different materials. I don't know much about interior design. Uh, if you can't tell. <laughs> no, you um, sound like an expert. <laughs> what, what do you but think for of coffee table okay you got, yeah, you got a coffee table idea no, go for on. coffee tables i would like i like glass top coffee tables oh. and i know that's kind of dangerous but like i like the look of it you like glass top mm -hmm. coffee tables you have opinions about well, that are, okay it depends i do I, okay here's what i was gonna say i was gonna say i hate glass top ah. but <laughs> I was mostly thinking for like a dining table and I, I, I that's like less common because as you get into bigger tables you don't really do the glass top but mm -hmm. a lot of you know you'll have that like smaller like four person table yeah and it, usually round mm -hmm. and it'll be glass I don't like that mm. and particularly it's not even the fact that it's glass it's the the combination of glass with what is usually like a bronzed looking metal. I don't like the bronze looking metals. You do like it? I don't. You don't. Okay, good. That's it's that particular look with the glass top or like almost gotcha. The gold, gold and glass. I'm not a fan mm. straight up, not a fan of gold. Uh, that's yeah. that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Yeah, it's not a deal breaker. I think, no, no, not at <laughs> all. I'm I'm like, I I think I'm less picky on what furniture we would settle on. Mm. I'm definitely more picky on whether or not it works well together. I you know see. I mean? You're. You're more yeah. invested in the cohesive 
Yes, Biden. I like cohesive spaces. Okay, okay. I yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think so. Like I, I generally like it. It's only because you're making me or you're putting me on the spot, asking me yes. about dining room tables and coffee tables that I came up with an answer that I have, you know, that has been what I like enjoyed in my past living experiences. But in general, I am not super attached to one specific design what do you think like, i of... don't have to have that certain coffee table okay that's good that i mean that right there is good a, roommate vibes yeah good roommate <laughs> vibes people that come in are like this is the only style i like it's like whoa okay <laughs> live by that's, yourself because they're, they're also I, I don't like it because i mean in this situation that you painted we have money which changes things but <laughs> In yeah. all my past situations, it's like none of us have money and you're still trying to get one specific style. Like we don't, I can't just go out and buy this coffee mm-hmm. table you want. I do not have wow, you know, X amount of dollars lying around, but I do have a coffee table already. Is that okay? <laughs> and sometimes some people are like, no, I need to have this certain look. I'm not happy unless, and it's like, holy moly, this is, uh, this is just not my priority. Wait, yeah. Gordon Ramsay is playing Fall Guys? That was random. I just I got the alert on my computer. I guess I have a friend on Steam called Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Wow. Didn't, I know, pretty fancy. Yeah. Um, What do you think of Live Edge tables? Um, they're all right, I think. They're all right. They're all right, you think? Yeah. 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 I I have like I I don't know. I I I wanted to look semi natural, so like no resin pores, mm. no weird wonky shapes. I kind of just want it to be a slab of of wood. Wood. Just just there. I like that. Um. Yeah. I like. But. That. Yeah, I don't know. I I think like, I think back home, life edge tables were always like such a hot commodity, and only the top of the top can afford it. And like, oh wow, this is such a great addition to the home. So I kind of like I view it as kind of pretentious a little bit, just yeah. like based on association. It's crazy how that happened. Like that at at its core live edge is like should be very rustic you know it's mm-hmm. less treated wood you cut it into a slab and stuck some legs on it ta-da and now it's that's like that it's only for the elite it's so it's it's so sought for and it, i mean I, I guess it makes sense when it comes to like rarity because yeah. you know getting a nice beautiful like a dining table level slab of wood is mm-hmm. increasingly difficult because we don't we cut down all the good trees <laughs> and now we yeah. only have shitty trees left so it's like ah. you know not not gonna happen and so in, in that mm-hmm. way like i kind of get it but honestly so my my i'm i just want to i just want to mention the dining table that my parents have because i love it it's it was built <laughs> by my uh my uncle on on my dad's side his oldest brother 
um, unless I'm getting that wrong, which I often do because I misremember the story all the time, but I'm fairly certain. And we have a matching coffee table that was his test to on his the design that he chose to build. And his goal was to build a table so sturdy that my dad's entire family could get up and dance on it if need be. Did you um, ever test that? We have danced on it. And nice. like I will tell like the reason that my parents got that table um, was just because at the time they had the largest living room because that thing is a fucking beast and it has Behemoth. like they set it there when they first got it when they first moved in you know 20 how old am I 27 so 26 sure. years ago roughly and it hasn't moved since and it will not move until it needs to be moved because it is fucking like a five inch thick solid massive wooden table with huge ass supports like i don't know how much it weighs but we have never even shifted it an inch and i don't know if we could mm -hmm. and i've danced on it my brother and i've danced on it my brother and my sisters have danced on it no problem no issue and i just i i like i like that kind of you know thought into the design like how are we going to use this you know fucking dance on it yeah <laughs> yeah that's nice i think my dad has a live or pad i'm not sure but in his office he used to maybe still does have a live edge table as his like workspace and it's really nice but it's like a it's so awkward to sit there. Yeah. You know, because you've got all these like weird crevices the and you're like, I don't know how my body fits on this. Yeah. That is part of the uh, appeal. <laughs> the appeal. Yeah. Difficult to use means more <laughs> valuable. <laughs> okay. What do you, okay. Design. I honestly, I think we, we could figure out the design. Like we seem, we're both pretty flexible. I also value cohesion though. Maybe not as much but i think it's a very admirable goal in a space so i would support it uh yeah and then i like earthy and yeah i like earthy and i like rustic hobbity. i like hobbity easy bunch of bunch of blankets bunch of throw pillows blankets throw pillows tapestries some art on the wall dirt everywhere big ass um, lamp big ass lamp plants round doors round windows too and a gaming console of some sort yeah okay how okay gaming console this is oh this is this is this is a good part for roommates usually at least in my past situations one person you know someone has their xbox you know mm -hmm. or someone it's their tv that they brought how are yeah. you when it comes to sharing any you know just things that you own <laughs> uh, in general things that i oh i i am i'm okay if i live with a girl roommate like just don't touch you know my special toys but like mm, hot wheels i'm mostly oh what <laughs> hot wheels <laughs> yeah. understandable <laughs> I, i'm mostly like pretty okay with sharing like i don't I don't like knowing that if I if if I'm coming into a roommate situation kind of imbalanced at least initially when they're not taking financial advantage of me 
yet I'm <laughs> I'm very okay with sharing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Until they've lost that privilege. Yeah. I had to cover full rent for three months, I think. Jesus. Because my roommate kept being like, I can't afford it. My dad won't give me money. That. But he just like kept buying electronics. Like he bought uh... himself. He bought himself an iPhone because he saw that Skylar had an iPhone. Even though for all the years that I've known him, he was like anti-iPhone. Like vehemently and um he bought us a tv for some fucking reason Mm -hmm. he bought a new laptop and he bought a new gaming setup and i'm like how the fuck all while he said he couldn't pay rent buy all of this but not pay rent (laughs) crikey cricket that makes yeah that guy uh, bonkers i'm yeah surprised that you i like because i there's been a time or two where eh, probably only just like a handful of times in the past where I've had to help a roommate pay rent Mm -hmm. and it's usually but it's usually not the full amount you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh I'm a hundred bucks short or like I don't get paid till the day after or something and like if it's just a random person telling me that I'm inclined not to like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt the first time round kind of or like I'm inclined to help them but I mm-hmm. even if I'm helping them I'm not necessarily like believing them like I'm on edge but mm. in the past it's always been someone who I know very well so I have no mm-hmm. problem you know if Daniel's like oh I'm short on money it's like yeah me too yeah. I totally understand you know I'll help you out and you'll get me back no problem yeah that's a you know a perk of not living with randos i guess yeah Yeah. and like we were friends for a while before we moved Mm. in as roommates it just like completely did a 180 after i you know rejected him essentially Mm. yeah it gets gross yeah and like I have no, you know, I have I generally have no qualms about like opposite sex roommates. Like sometimes you get along with a person and their gender doesn't matter. It just I don't know. Some things can get complicated, and when they do, I'm like, oh god, this is why. Yeah. But. I, you know. know, I think I might even prefer like male roommates just because, because girls suck. They're gross. Girls suck. Yeah, not allowed in a treehouse. Not allowed in my treehouse. Hear that, Sophie? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I uh, I mean, all relationships can get complicated, just yeah. out of the blue. And I I know a lot of people hold that belief of like. Girls and guys can't be platonic friends because they always want something. The guy always wants to bone the girl or something. I don't know. And I just just think that's wrong. But I get mm-hmm. that it happens a lot. It's such a common, you know, 
Well, I don't I don't know if it's that common, but it is the story you hear about. Yeah, most you hear it a lot, internet, and I've yes. seen it happen a lot. I think like, yeah, it's you know, it'd be, um, not ignorant. What's the other word? It starts with an er. Irrational, <laughs> in. You're like knowingly being ignorant. God, fuck. Whatever. Don't know. Can't don't speak. Know. Uh. <laughs> Uh, to, or to, to, to it'd be it'd be stupid God. to assume you know or to like ignore the fact that we are you know fucking monkeys walking around and a lot of the time you know we're gonna be physically attracted to someone and that will maybe give room to some sort of desire and then we might want to act on that to some yeah. degree and it's such like it's such close and intimate quarters see like, that's the you want to walk around and wear no bra just whip it off whip <laughs> it off and i think that's like i don't know it's it, it there needs to be a certain level of sometimes you're just going to get unlucky and feelings are going to develop on one side in any friendship that aren't reciprocated mm-hmm. and it's going to suck mm-hmm. it obviously mm-hmm. like sucks especially hard when you're living with that person and you share some sort of financial obligation like needing to pay rent and now things mm-hmm. are awkward uh and honestly i think like i've i've heard it i can't remember who it was someone recently in like charlie's friend group had like a big crush on one of their roommates and was like pretty sure that he kind of felt the same but then they both they chose not to pursue that relationship together because they were like we're roommates and we don't want like we don't really know how it would go and they, they, they just they just chose not to because they didn't want things to get weird and i think people who are developing feelings for someone else sometimes just need to uh not <laughs> just let it slide let the crush <laughs> just kind of die away you know I mean, is that irrational to think that that's a possibility no, if i if I developed a crush on my roommate, I would be slunning it up on the town <laughs> to get rid of that crush. <laughs> yeah, which if that's what works for you, then that's what works. I think that, like, sometimes we just got to get over it. Like, we we're always going to like be attracted to people or be intrigued by other people. It's just like you know, it's it's a thing. It's human, human normal. And so sometimes just don't act on it it's not yeah especially when you're like living one-on-one with someone who is treating you as a friend just don't bring it up if i'm comfortable enough to move in with someone as platonic roommates initially and then i develop feelings for them i would probably be comfortable enough maybe it's just me but i would be comfortable enough to bring it up and be like hey can you maybe stop doing what you're doing be unattractive or (laughs) do you want me to move out yeah see that not yeah that's like ever financially feasible all the time and i understand there are so many more like things to be considered to 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 just you know terminate that that lease but like i would want to work on it because sometimes there are like crushes that come out of being around each other for so long and not actual like attraction to who that person is that's you true. know uh, yeah that's true and 
on like this this is a or maybe we'll just have to talk about that i guess for a whole episode because it goes goes what? deep or just the general like varying levels crushes. of crushes and attraction and intimacy and maybe not intimacy but like i don't know i think i've known people who or like people people who maintain a crush but in a platonic way like you never you never act on it and it's never growing beyond a crush but like especially like i don't know i think i've had it with friends we're mm-hmm. at the start and i i don't yet like our our friendship is very new and i have a crush on him just mm. a, like out the gate like oh like this is i'm having a lot of fun you're really cute this nice time good but then i don't act on it because i know like you would rather keep the friendship. Yeah, I'd rather keep the friendship. And this is probably just like potentially just a temporary crush. And even if it isn't yeah. a temporary crush, like a crush isn't, you know, I have feelings for other people that really trump the crush. Like the crush just means like, oh, I, you know, I look forward to hanging out with you maybe a little more than the average person. But it doesn't mean I'm like, it's not like an ulterior motive. It hasn't reached like that level of like. I'm infatuated with you now, and I see us as more than friends, even though we're not. You know, sure. It's just like I, yes. you're cool. <laughs> you can't deny though the um, the tension between roommates who have crushes on each other, and I, I I know they exploit this for you know, TV shows and movies and all that, and maybe it's just the way certain forms of media depicted but sometimes it's like kind of cute yeah <laughs> i don't know sometimes it's kind of i i think that it doesn't mean you have to act on it exactly don't think with your dick popular culture does it a surprising amount where there's like crushes between friends or roommates and it's yes. really cute and then they don't act on it yes. and they get and over they act it on and it. it's fine or they act on and it. yeah and they realize they're you know very incompatible yeah which, just, you know. Which you know is best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. best case scenario for every crush ever. You realize, oh, we're not compatible. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For most, makes sense. Oh yeah, honestly, yeah, for most. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We got sidetracked. We've never done that before. We've never gone off on a tangent like that no it's crazy we're very focused individuals shook me to the core i can see the name label on google docs just like floating about everywhere (laughs) (laughs) clicking clicking okay no i want to i want to do a how long it's been an hour and like 20 minutes let's um I want to speed speed run some red flags and i'm hell yeah i want i want those are fun you to start and you you know you can base them off of like personal experience and then just things you imagine would be red flags just just go just start just tell me all the red flags uh if you don't pay rent red flag (gasps) (laughs) if you (laughs) if you don't pay rent and continue buying expensive things jesus red flag if you order takeout every day keep it in your room over the summer 
and have your heater on full blast for some god-awful reason. Red fucking flag. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I, I just like... I... I just smelled something over the summer <laughs> and it was so insanely and then she went home for the holidays and I you know maybe this is this is such a violation of personal space and I would never do this again but I was 20 and I was desperate and I was like what the fuck is this smell wafting from her room so I checked and she had like stacks of styrofoam with food in them just just in her room I I don't like it's so incomprehensible and i'm putting her on full blast but i'm pretty sure she will listen to this podcast um but it was insane that isn't it was insane did you bring bring it up to her did you just quietly throw them away or what i didn't bring it up because i knew that i was going to move out in a few Mm. um weeks i think at that point like she, she had already been like, "Hey, you need to leave. Uh, my sister is coming." So, you know, I, I kind of, I, I, I was and maybe still am like kind of non-confrontational. So I kind of just left it at that. Like as long as it wasn't something dying, it didn't smell like that. But it was just so like overwhelming. Like every time I walked in the room, it would just be or walked into our front hallway. It would just be, you know, there. Um, so I was curious. And yeah, at least I have an answer. I wasn't left wondering. That was all I needed. Oh, yeah, to satisfy the curiosity. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, this was supposed to be a speed run. Um, awesome. If I have food labeled in my fridge and you eat it, that's a red flag. Like, why? See, this is... Do these count? No, okay. These, yeah. It, I feel like red flags are supposed to... Or, like... I, if someone ate my labeled food in the fridge, it'd be, like, beyond a red flag for me, you know? It'd be, like... Like, the red flag would be... I don't know. You were eating my unlabeled food without asking? Like, I bought snacks... And I didn't put my name on them, but like you knew I bought them, and then you're eating them. Then I'd be like, okay, we yeah, we just haven't like clarified. But if you ate conscious ap- enough to know that you didn't buy them, hmm. Oh, chunk. Your or the roommate should yeah. be, you know, aware that it was not his or her purchase. Yeah, and like I, you know, I'm a I'm a food fiend. Maybe <laughs> I will. I like. Sure. I'll snack constantly. You've seen it yeah. at your house. I will go into Hi. your pantry and eat your food. But sure. I do it because I've, you know, asked Skylar on multiple occasions and you guys have both like offered up food to me, so I like I feel comfy, but I'm not going to like go into your fridge, grab your leftovers and heat them up and eat them, you know? I'm not like mm-hmm. not that level, but like if I see a bag of pretzels in the pantry, yeah, I'm, a I'm, lot of the a lot of the stuff we get is um for hosting anyway, and um, a lot of the times we also just forget to put it out. So, you going through that, I I guess like kind of blanket statement now is not a problem. Like un- unless there's something specific, <laughs> I'll probably let you know. But in general, I don't care if yeah. you go through our country. I'll, I'll still check sometimes, but like generally. 
once I feel I've gotten the okay, I unabashedly will go for it. And I know other people Munch. are more like, they're always going to be like, well, it's not mine. So I do need to check each time. And I, I get that, but I'm like, I'm not like, like in our house, my house currently, I uh, will eat Charlie and Sophie's leftovers <laughs> because they don't eat they them. They usually don't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, fine. If you left some wrapped up pizza in the fridge, or, but it, it it does like I I I make I make a judgment call because sometimes I know like you know if they made a bunch of food, it's clearly something that they want to reheat and eat later. I won't eat it, mm -hmm. but if they go out and bring back half an order of nachos and put it in the fridge, I know for a fact they're never gonna eat that. So that's mine now. Boom. I, yeah, I you're just a you're just a in home Hoover. I'm or, a I guess Hoover. Hoovers are always in home, but like you're built in. You have a Hoover out of the home. Sure. Hoover Dam. Sure. That's a good joke. Okay. J. Edgar Don't Hoover. eat my labeled fridge food. Yes. Um What else? I don't know. What okay, what I have because you said you mentioned your 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 proclivity or lack of a proclivity for confronting people. Mm. Now that you have experienced these things, if you were in another room roommate situation, do you feel like you'd be more inclined to tackle it quickly? Like if you just the first whiff of that smell from their room, you'd be like, hey, let's talk. Or do you still think yeah. you'd be kind of like, meh? I think I just have better communication skills to be able to navigate a conversation like that. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference. It. Yeah, no, I'm still kind of non-confrontational for things that like I genuinely feel like I can't handle. Yeah, once like too much emotion gets into it, better mm -hmm. to avoid. Kind of. I'm very. Yeah. Um, oh God, I don't want to. I don't want I don't I don't want to put this guy on blast but you don't need to say his name you can just say it's a guy yeah it's just a guy it's just I mean I listed <laughs> all the guys I lived with so oh boy <laughs> if people want to <laughs> choose one <laughs> apply that the story to him but um basically there were there was a point where uh we had a strong suspicion that a certain illicit drug was being done in the house Ooh. And that we were pretty sure who it was. And so, but knowing how people with that kind of addiction are when confronted, I chose mm -hmm. to search his room. Oh. Because no one else, no one else wanted to talk to him about it or bring it up because they didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, I'm going to talk to him about it uh, because I'm not cool with that. But I'm going to get proof first because I know he's just going to deny it unless I can say mm -hmm. that I know. And I didn't like I wasn't like hardcore digging through everything. You know, I wasn't like it was definitely an invasion of privacy for sure. But mm -hmm. we had like we were pretty confident it was going on. And it's the kind of thing that like I would honestly seek legal action to kick someone out of the house about i'm not i don't not gonna fuck around with it so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna look because uh, we're pretty sure like someone smelled it essentially 
who was mm-hmm. familiar with it. So I went in, dug around a little bit, just like, you know, maybe I like lifted up some dirty clothes to check under. I don't know. I didn't like go through every single drawer or something crazy, but did that. Didn't find anything. Went and talked to him anyway. And, you know, he, I don't know. I don't know if he told me the truth or not, but he definitely told me a story to excuse it. And, you know, because I didn't have any proof other than what we smelled. And, like, he he accounted for that in his story, you know, but was saying that it was, you know, someone else he had brought over, yada, yada, something like that. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really want that person coming over then. But if you say it wasn't you, then that's okay. But, like, that's the kind of, like, when it comes to these red flags and deal breakers, I am ready to... And the only thing that has, like, tempered that in the past is I was living with other people who were not that confrontational and would rather let something slide than make it a big deal, you know? Yeah. 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 But if someone ate my fucking labeled food, that's a personal thing. And I will... (laughs) I'll bring that up no matter what. But I'm not going to... I won't hold that against someone because I I understand the desire uh, to eat food. <laughs> I get that, and it didn't personally hurt me too much. And as long as you don't do it again, I'm I'll get I'll give you a pass the first time as long as you apologize. You know? Sure. But if it keeps <laughs> happening, I oh, it's over. Noted. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I, I think I've become more, like, tempered in my old age, but Ooh. there's still uh, a side of me <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I'm pretty, um, uh, you have to let loose sometimes. Yeah, a, a little bit. You know, I, I'm, I'm, what's the, steadfast, but steadfast sounds too positive. Steadfast with like a negative connotation. Strong-willed, headed, strong-headed, maybe? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. On certain things, like but, I... But? Hmm? <laughs> butt-headed? Butt-headed, yeah. That's I can be a little butt-headed sometimes, <laughs> and I, like, I acknowledge that. And I, I you know, I, I don't think it's, it's been an issue for a while, but like when I was younger, that was, I was definitely very, like, I am in the right, and I will mm-hmm. make it known <laughs> yeah yes. and so sometimes i'm kind of sometimes you know i got, got into all shadow a little bit but not really not not on like well-intentioned roommates you know not gonna mm-hmm. do that like i even... think though i was gonna say i think the only time i would ever quote unquote accidentally eat your food is if i was like blackout drunk and i I don't get blackout drunk often. See, even like honestly, because if I make food or buy food, generally, I'm totally okay with like in all my past roommate situations, we've never labeled food and mm. like always shared food. And uh, like if people make food, even like unless they specifically say, I mean, we would still ask, but like mm-hmm. generally, you were making food for the house, and so yeah, it was yeah. just if I'm if I'm cooking, I would usually cook for everyone. Yeah. Except for my first roommate, she never wanted to eat anything made from the kitchen. She never, she didn't know how to cook, um, and that, that's why she had all those sacks of styrofoam in her room. Dude, honestly, <laughs> she just ordered in every time. 
just bonkers just bonkers. i know i know my and like i didn't know how to cook either but i learned because yeah. i lived alone and i didn't want to spend 30 dollars every day for takeout it's just insane today i bought a salad and a canned latte from trader joe's and it cost me six dollars and 56 cents yum yum and it's like i can i mean obviously like you know as you as you make more money it's obviously easier to eat out but i'm not at that stage in my life where i have that excess money and it just like blows it just blows me away when i'm like seeing other people eat out a bunch or call you know order food in like people paying extra for doordash and stuff <laughs> blows my mind i can't even comprehend like i you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not targeting you <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> no and like it's not like a bad thing i'm not you know i'm not judging them but it's like it's hard to reconcile Grasp. that with like my level of you know if i can eat out like I, I i eat out more than i should with my my budget like mm-hmm. it's still an issue even though i almost never eat out but it's hard not to dude it's just nice memes yeah sometimes sometimes is sometimes it's easier i guess not always cheaper but like eh. Eh. okay when what are your red flags oh Oh, well, I'll, I'll get it, but I want to... You were going to tell me an anecdote. I'm going to tell you an anecdote. Uh, no, this is this is, a, this is a question because I... Oh. In, in the past with all my, like, past roommates and currently, if I'm ordering food for myself, I will check to see if other people in the house want some, you know? And if I'm in the financial position, I will offer to get it just as uh, a gesture of goodwill, you know? sure i'm gonna go grab some panda sure. express do you want some i'll pick it up no biggie and i think mm. it, it, it's it's basically the same i see it the same as oh i'm making myself you know tomato soup with grilled cheese for dinner i'm gonna make extra so other people can have some mm. you know how do you how would you feel how would you <laughs> I'm trying to think because we had we had different like I was always living with someone who I'd been friends with for a long time so like yeah it always made sense you know they'd already earned my respect and my gratitude so it's like yeah of course I'll <laughs> offer to buy you some food but I'm like thinking of your first roommate and like mm-hmm. I can't imagine that they ever offered to buy you food when they were eating out all the time or nope oh, yeah nope I mean, there was a one time where she tried cooking for me, um, but I don't even remember what it was because it was just so, like, out of the blue and not anything special that, like, I just kind of, like, whatever, you know? Um, and, like, it's it's fine. If I, like, if I have a roommate who wanted to, you know, eat alone and cook for themselves and order in that's okay yeah but i i think that's something that needs to be said up front like just based on expectations because like i i understand wanting your own food but like in a roommate situation i feel like if if you're 
cooking and you don't know the vibe you're kind of like you're sort of walking on eggshells right like do i cook for more than one person or do i not do i ask did they say like you just never know so yeah and that that was always like like, people could be rejecting you because they're like oh i'm poor i can't afford food but i also don't want to burden other people with like Mm -hmm. having to cook for me and buy groceries to make food for me yeah it's all maybe it's just because i'm like i'm sure like my my upbringing conditioned me to view food in a house in a certain way but like in it's always been in my head like if we're living in the same house then to some degree food is shared like that i just don't i've never really questioned that but i do get that there are people who don't see it that way or in either because that's just not how they were raised or they don't want to or they're uncomfortable with it or whatever like you know all these things that's fine but like you as you mentioned like just managing the expectations you know communicate it like if you're someone that just wants to do their own food thing cool mm-hmm. <laughs> fine but i like sharing food it's nice cooking for each yeah. other it's like yeah eating together nice good yeah communal activities communal um okay red flags here we go yes uh, i agree with all the ones you said <laughs> sure um honestly the biggest one for me because i can i can overlook many things like messiness and i don't know other things i guess but um just not respecting my space not not in like a purely physical space like people going into my room or something like that bugs me but also giving me some like emotional space and time energy space like sometimes i i'm i'm a relatively solitary person and sometimes i just don't want high energy in my face you know mm-hmm. And I think that's like there's a there's a certain kind of person that I've always struggled to be friends with and they bring that high energy like all the time and never seem to under or realize when I'm like not in the mood. And that's like I know like there's there's definitely work I could do on my end when it comes to those kind of dynamics and communicating more about, you know, what I'm what I want. But mm-hmm. I think when it, if I'm like thinking, if I'm like interviewing someone to be a future roommate, if I feel like they're bringing that energy, um, that's like a red flag. I'm like, I, not that like a red flag, like I don't like you, but a red flag, like I don't know if this is going to work out long term, like a full year. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, staying up really late, being really loud. <laughs> that was... But- but I can stay up late. Hmm? <laughs> I can stay up late if I'm quiet. Yeah. I mean, you can. Yes. And like even like sometimes they can, like I, I remember this happened when I was living with Michael and Daniel. They would stay up downstairs and be like laughing and shit and mm. which is cool. And like I'm I don't want to be the party pooper. I don't like being yeah. the person texting them like, can you guys quiet down? Can you turn the TV down a little bit? But there is a certain point 
where like 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 I mentioned earlier, I have a hard time falling asleep, and mm-hmm. like I know I can't demand pure silence from people, but if it's like a consistent every night thing, it's gonna start to drive me drive me bonkers real quick. Some people got early mornings. Some people got early mornings, dude. Some people got early mornings, and like I'm not saying you know. You can't have a jolly good time. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, if I need to wake up at 8 in the morning and it's already, like, 1 in the morning, maybe, you know, turn the bass down a little bit on the fucking <laughs> Hans Zimmer scored movie you're Mwah. listening to. Like, just a little bit. Just give me a little that's something. So, that's so Michael. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Fucking Christ. Not in a bad way at all, Michael, no. if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, and that that's just, it's purely, and once again, this is something that I'd be able to handle way better now than I could, yeah. like, with Michael and Daniel. Not that... How? Hmm? Oh, finish your thing. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think we handled it, like, particularly poorly, but I don't think, we never, like, reached a good agreement or understanding, you know? Mm. I see. How do you feel about people sleeping in? Is that like a... Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you have, like, morning activities that you need to get to. Like, does that irk you to some degree, even though you know it's, you know, their own time and yeah. their own... It all... You know, whatever. Is relative. You know, if mm. they... it's like relative to like the situation and then based on what the situation is i have varying degrees of sympathy for it and i'll be i'll adjust my schedule accordingly so like if it's someone who let's say they just they work later than me like they get off work at midnight or something and come home if they can agree to be a little quieter when i'm trying to sleep i'll be quiet in the morning no problem i'll adjust my schedule Mm -hmm. you know maybe i'll like do a quick breakfast so i can just get out the door faster or something and then i'll go like go on a walk instead of stretch and watch tv you know whatever i'll I'll change it but if it's like and i've had this where maybe they're unemployed mm-hmm. and they just choose to kind of sleep in till 1 p.m mm-hmm. i have less sympathy is like if it's excessive if it's like they're sleeping until 11 I'll, I'll be quiet like 9 to 11 that's fine not a big deal but if it's like you're going till 1 p.m just kind of by choice because that's your current habit now like there is going to be a point where i start to i'm like fuck it i need to this is our shared space and by sleeping in so late you're kind of taking it over so I kind of need to f- push back a little bit and I'm going to be a little louder like when I'm going to make lunch. You know, I'm not going to worry as much. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, just depends. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you agree with that kind of sort of? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I have zero control over your sleep schedule. So like it, it as callous as this sounds it really isn't my problem like i live in this apartment too and Mm -hmm. to to almost the same extent i need to be considerate of your sleeping patterns if for example you were unemployed and chose to sleep in until one o'clock 
you need to be considerate of the fact that everyone else has live have ha, everyone else has lives to live yeah what is grammar don't know okay. yeah it's just gotta go it's just gotta go both ways and if you know if they are respectful to me i'll be respectful back and we'll be able to Yee. work something out won't be that hard Yee. yeah but yeah 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 this and then but there could be like irreconcilable irreconcilable you got it differences in our like routine like they work graveyard or something mm-hmm. and then that is like you know it's going to require extra consideration and i'm not you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i can to balance it out mm-hmm. you know there's not going to be any ill will when it's like less of a choice to them then it'll be like okay you know i can like i'll be this quiet and maybe you can try wearing earplugs you know or e. something they're like it'll it'll all work out um no hard drugs absolutely not that's a deal breaker don't don't care like i've i've grown more accustomed to drugs and alcohol uh and there's, you know, I'm fine with certain things up to a point. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine. Like, it used to be, like, if you told me that you, like, when I when I was in, like, high school, if you told me that you drank, I was like, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, that's where I started. <laughs> and I'm yeah. <laughs> well beyond that now uh, to the point where, yeah, I... You know, there's a lot of drugs that I will be, I'm not going to hold against you. You I don't see them as like a reflection of your character for doing, you know, I've like severed that tie, but there's a lot Mm -hmm. of drugs that I don't want to play any role in my life at all, even if it's tangentially just namely meth, heroin, (laughs) you know, just hard drugs of all sorts. So I like yeah I don't I don't because like with other ones like even like cocaine even like whippets or I like I'm all for hallucinogenics so I'm not mm-hmm. really concerned about that but like the kind of like mid-tier drugs if you're just like oh I do that occasionally I'm not I'm 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 fine with that unless you're like constantly bringing it into the house then i do have a bit of a uh like that's super illegal and i just kind of don't want it here mm-hmm. depending on like how if it's like once in a blue moon you have a small packet of cocaine and like that's your thing that you want to do for like a party okay because i'm huh i said snorf snorf because like i'm Sorry. fine with like you know i'm growing shrooms right now don't call the cops on me but like there's but it's going to be a pretty brief time period that they're in my house and in a relatively small amount and i'm not doing them excessively so like that's like i hold myself to that standard and that's what i expect Mm -hmm. from other people like you can do your drugs but don't do them excessively and don't do the really bad ones (laughs) you know things things of that nature pretty much and don't pressure me (laughs) yeah and don't pressure me dude don't. And don't bring people to the apartment to do drugs. With. That I fucking hate. I'm fully opposed because, like, 
I don't know. I, uh, I just, uh, I just don't, uh, people, people coming into my space <laughs> doing things and stuff. Uh, things and stuff. Things oh, and stuff. I don't know. How am I? I don't know these people. What are they yeah. doing in my bathroom right now? Uh, <laughs> snarfing. Snarfing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I've gotten, I'm, I'm more flexible. As long as, like, people are honest, too. Like, if you're, like, actively trying to hide shit from your other roommates, not bueno, I feel. Yeah. Most of the time. Trying try to think of other, like, big red flags. Or lesser no. Okay, if you're... Can you think of any red flags if, like, you, you put an ad up on Craigslist to have a roommate come in? And you're sitting down at a coffee shop and you're doing the initial interview. Like, what kind of things could they say that are, like, well within the normal scope of something people might say? That you'd be like, hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Like, are, is this, is our, our politic, politics <laughs> a deal breaker for you? Uh, Probably. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I feel like I feel like there are some especially with like how black and white it is now. Um it's just not like it's kind of non-negotiable. I kind of know what comes with when you identify as a certain group of people. So I'm going to say no. I do not want that, even if it's nothing to me. Like, if I hear you talking shit about any sort of, you know, minority group or whatever, like, I just don't, I have a very low tolerance for bullshit like that. Yeah. Because um, I, I do, like, I frequent the Bumble BFF app and I come across some gals who are, like, in their bio looking for roommates. I identify as a conservative i'm like this 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 and i'm like you know i'm not looking for a roommate but i hope to god that you get more left swipes than you do right well i guess you'll find your perfect roommate but wait which ones are you know what i mean which, which way is the good one left right right's the good one okay cool yeah i've n- literally never swiped so <laughs> i don't know okay right is good um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree, and I know that there's a lot of people pushing, you know, this like separate the politics from the person narrative, and to some degree, I think that's true. Like, there's certain things that some liberals have said that I don't agree with. I guess, but yeah, when it like I'm not a centrist at all. I'm. Yeah. much closer to like an, on the extreme left than I am the center and so it's really hard to have any and you know like any because like the values that drive your political feelings and ideology apply in like everyday life as well to some degree it's not like they just go away mm-hmm. whenever we're not talking about guns gun rights or abortion or something like the, the values are still there and it's mm-hmm. just not fun. Yeah. Not like, and I've I've tried it because I've, yeah, I, like I worked with 
large group of people who had very differing opinions politically than me and I mm-hmm. you know and that was only for eight hours a day and I didn't like it like I liked yeah. I learned to like them as people but I also learned that I don't want to spend extra time around them <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna automatically treat anyone a certain way because of the group they are affiliated with yeah. but I just feel like especially living with the person exactly. I feel like that opens up so many like avenues to come across some sort of comment that's going to rub me the wrong way and I would like to avoid that because I am non-confrontational wow full circle full circle and I, I, there's nothing wrong <laughs> at all with avoiding unnecessary confrontation like that it makes perfect sense to do that and i do it too and honestly i just want to be able to come home to my roommates the day that mitch mcconnell dies and know (laughs) that like they already bought the cake oh that's so cute (laughs) that's so cute that's so wholesome (laughs) what a quote i want that on a t-shirt thank you you. and i'm lucky i'm lucky that that's the situation i'm in now and yeah. I don't, I have. I guess same here. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, I'm <laughs> and I'm not interested in not having. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, roommates, did we do it? What do you think? We did it. <laughs> this has been a lengthy episode. This was fun to talk about, though. I feel like there's so much that you know comes with the roommate yeah because it goes thing. there's it's just it's there's there's just so much wow and i think i don't know it's i know we didn't cover everything exactly that's what that's what we've like every time al- almost every time that we talk it's like wow there's so much more to this than we thought and we didn't cover everything that we wrote about and i think yeah. i like that because it means you know our conversations you know as we're trying to develop this friendship deeper they're happening even though we're doing it in this public facing way all these people listening <laughs> it's still happening naturally you know we're just we're just talking we're just vibing we're just vibing we're just playing this is, the vibe this is a podcast for us not for anyone not else. for you guys you idiots <laughs> buy our merch <laughs> yeah buy, buy we our don't stuff, have merch support us <laughs> follow me on twitter subscribe on patreon subscribe on our page dude i i love patreon i've been thinking more about it and if i ever if we ever if i ever whatever get big patreon is how i want to make money i don't want to do ads okay you run that i'll run i don't know how the instagram okay let's end this episode it's getting linked yeah end it end it girthy <laughs> it's gonna got big girth uh <laughs> i guess i guess we are friends and we can be roommates yeah very possibly i think we could until, make it work until something happens that drastically changes our dynamic forever yeah and until that day uh we're still friends hell yeah Woo. brother see you guys 